Yo. Hey, welcome to the new meta. Episode 154. 154. Wow. Technical difficulty free. Potentially. You why Maybe? did you jinx it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was yeah, cool. a weird Discord version, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, man. That's awesome. I'm glad we got oh, a yeah, stream title. Wow, shit. Chat is on oh, it, dude. My chat gosh. is Thanks. on it. I'm glad somebody can help this guy. You know? <laughs> it's like we've never done this before. This is the first episode, guys. Bear Welcome. with us. To the new meta. Episode yeah. one. So what's going on, dude? Uh, uh, what have you been doing lately? What how how's life? Life has been it's been good, man. I can't complain too much. Uh been, you know, trying to uh to get a job. Mm. You know? That blows. Got some interviews going on. Yeah, it does blow. No, I got some I got some 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 things in the work, man, that are starting to pan out. I think it's pretty dope. Uh and I had a lot of birthday parties this week. My kids have birthdays two days apart. So Oh damn. That's cool. How old yeah. now? Uh fifteen for one and eleven for the other. Damn. So, yeah. I got a good story about the the fifteen year old. We'll tell that later on. Oh, okay. The, Is that the yeah, Peach yeah. Child Loves? Yeah, it's the love section. Okay. Okay. You know? Okay, cool, 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 cool. What about you, man? What have you been up to? Yeah, well, you know, you know, like we, uh, we, we're, we decided to not do the apps at all, you know, and uh, just been, you know, getting out there and getting after it, you know, make some friends. I actually had a fucking great weekend, and you had a oh, lady friend, great weekend. (laughs) No, just a good weekend, just like good peeps. What did what made the weekend so good? I mean, just met like a like really nice group of people and. Made a a new friend, then we just kind of sparked a it off. A group and, of people? Yeah, Damn. dude. Oh, That's yeah. I'm into some it. wild shit now. Oh, buddy. No. We stepped it up. No. I like where you're going. And no, you know what? Cool, there's, clo- there's a lot of closure this weekend on the whole, you know, ex-girlfriend sitch. And good. that was really good. That like, feels good. Oh, my God. Yes, it feels great. There's just a lot of weight. to just, you know, mm-hmm. so that's always yeah. good. So awesome. feeling fucking great. Well, luckily we're doing the episode on Thursday because <laughs> because we got to talk about yeah, it things happened. I don't know if you guys know. Actually, we're in the Path of Exile directory still. Might as well stay here because that's the majority of the podcast today. Uh, mm-hmm. The announcement for the new PvE league happened today, but we're, we're going to get into mm-hmm. that in in a, in a bit. But I'm excited. I know you're excited. I know yeah. that uh, this is your this is the day you look forward to the most. Every week. Yeah. I listen, I I have a lot of coffee. My thermos is full. Wow. Um, I'm not gonna fall asleep on you. I'm proud of you. And uh, my eyes will will only gloss over a little bit when you start nerding out on what kind of poison build you can make to sleep. <laughs> you know, it's it's honestly it's interesting that you still have that like kind of casual PoE perspective because I think it actually there'll be th- things within this, like things we're gonna talk about that appeal to you or not necessarily appeal to you but like they could hurt you or you know i'm curious to see your stance on some of this stuff because yeah yeah, i I did i did um i did watch the the short trailer i didn't watch the 45 minute deep dive you know where they go into stuff but i did watch the trailer and there actually are things about the trailer that i'm excited about which we'll we'll talk i i thought i thought that you know poe's trailers almost always look decent though i don't think i've seen one and been like yo that yeah, the trailer horrible. person's good you, you know? they made heist yeah. look good you know like their, wow their marketing their marketing <laughs> team does a good job and um this trailer was no exception i was like damn dude that, that looks pretty good you know yeah. it's fun so. agreed 
I did. I watched it. the whole thing. I, I will say I'm not like usually I watch the whole thing like during the day while I'm at work and then like I'll watch like the um what's it called the Q and A and then I'll watch mm-hmm. like the podcast that happens afterwards and you get all these like little just tidbits of information that are really kind of juicy. Uh, but I didn't get to do that today, so I just watched the elongated one and I know enough, but I definitely feel underprepared. Um, but yeah, so the new meta podcast question of the week from last week pull it up on the screen was if lost ark releases and the reason we bring this up because if you guys didn't know still lost ark did get announced for na it's happening poggers fall you know quote-unquote fall of this year it's gonna happen Mm -hmm. so you know it's very pay to win in korea um i shouldn't say pay to win it's like pay to advance really fast um and it definitely appears like that might be the case based on we did a kind of a little dive into yeah. what comes with like the you know the platinum package of lost ark which i did purchase i'm not gonna lie you did i did you did because huh? i mean it's a good game and i'm willing to support it it's fingers crossed big, right big spender I'm, i listen i'm not mad at you man yeah i'm not mad at you um i mean i've been talking this game up for like seven years as well i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking it up since high school. So right. Let's go. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you know, there's there's that, and there's some there's some red flags in, in those those starter packs, and you know, the three day head start, and some of the stuff that comes with it, and blah blah blah. Um, and then mm-hmm. there's that tweet that we went into last week of they said you know won't be anything you have to buy, blah blah blah. But it's just kind of PR language, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, and so the question is. If Lost Ark releases and it's free to play, but pay to win, will you play still? Option one, yes, that combat though. Option two, hell no. I'm gonna pop this in chat because there's one hour, less than an hour left on this. So you guys can vote one last time if you want. Maybe, wrong keyboard, classic. Boom. Go vote. Boom. There it is. Uh, it's interesting yeah. the results on that split um, very split yeah yeah uh 43 of the vote currently as chat continues to vote uh says yes that combat though 56 percent says hell no yeah it's still a good portion of you players still, are gonna try it out yeah you should still play it my, that's my opinion you I mean, know, it's you free still check it out it's, it's gonna free. be free you know do it. yeah I think that people should like say it's a total shit show of pay to win mess. If you're an ARPG fan, I would still encourage you to play it and try it because it will. I'm maybe not. Maybe I won't encourage you to play it, try it because it will forever break how you feel combat yeah. should feel in an isometric ARPG. Yeah, you know, I wonder if people are going to feel differently than us about that because you and I both align on yeah. that and it and think it's so fun i wonder if there's going to be guys that are like oh this sucks oh, this combat's horrible mm-hmm. maybe because they just suck at games and they can't figure it out you know what i mean like they can't press buttons in the correct order you know or or figure out yep. combos but it's good man like it's, it's the pay to win thing is so scary but it's such a good game i hope I hope they don't fuck amazon don't fuck this up yeah man. it's interesting too because you know one of the things that path of excel did today was kind of announced the br which we'll talk about a bit later um and it yeah like lost ark pvp is so good and that timing that we're talking about of skills that like moba action combat feel works really well in that formula um and we're kind of getting a glimpse of 
Path of Exiles, BR, which is fucking fantastic. It's something we've been hyping up, right? Like BRs and, yeah, and isometric right. RPGs. I feel like that's like, you know, peace. That's because they watch the podcast. They're like, yo, probably. You yeah. Of course. Every Meadows, good idea like for any RPG is us. Literally us. us. <laughs> Guaranteed. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it's a it's an interesting conversation. It's something that people should definitely visit and um Hopefully, like, you know, we can cry to Path of Exile to get... I mean, I think Path of Exile 2 is shaping up to be more Lost Ark-esque. For sure. I think the Diablo 4 is unfortunately, like, going all in the D3 category. You, you think Path of Exile 2 is shaping up to be more Lost Ark-esh in combat? Yeah, play? I do. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Based that's, on the PB that's a, that's good. trailer and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. The dream, anyway. That's, yeah, that's the dream, dude. Like Lost Ark Combat was legit so fun. I know, man. It, it, it was so fun. I, you know, I still am kind of like, if I still had VPN service to Russia, I'd still probably be like, all right, let's go fire it. <laughs> let's go throw it on, you know? Yeah, dude. So, I mean, if Lost Ark and PB had a baby, I would be obese, uh, out of a job and <laughs> yeah. homeless, but I'd have a computer. Obese, in out of a job. Right. If you like, uh, mom, can I come, uh, <laughs> I probably would. Stay? No, yeah. no cap. Actually, they had the worst internet ever. Oh, I could go live at their their cabin. Like been house. There. You just yeah, stay yeah. at the lake house twenty four. Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> you stay in that little trailer at the top. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. That's just yours. Yeah. Listen, man, that's not a bad idea. No. So, and you oh, could visit man. more often. We'd be I know, closer. You could be like, you could invite the ladies. Like, you want to come to my lake house? And like, and you wouldn't be lying. Technically, yeah. You know? Yeah. Not at all. Oh, um, and that's not a lie. So. What do we got for what do we got for this week? Yeah, so we this published? week, which we haven't published yet, and this is very topical and, and something we're gonna get into in just a second as well. But so we know for sure at this point the Path of Exile and D3 dates are fucking lining up yet again. Next yeah, Friday, the twenty third. So for the second time, at least in the history that I can remember of being diligent about both games, you know, once a year it seems to happen, which is crazy. Um, so yeah, they're lining up for sure. And then there's hint and speculation and some insider info that Lost Ark also might have a potential alpha next weekend as well. So we could have a that's, three-way. That's like they, they better not, dude. They better absolutely flip. Like you could delay the alpha. It's not even announced yet. Like push it back a weekend. Like you cannot launch that on the same weekend as PoE. And D three, yeah, it's pretty nutty. Really That's horrible. That. Yeah, so vote on that, guys. Which one would you play? I mean, we already know D three and PoE are lining up, but if Lost Ark is in the mix too, what are you gonna? Right. What are you gonna jump on? So I, I can't lie, man. Like Lost Ark would be hard not to jump into. You know? I mean, I'm with you, oh. but at the same time, I, I let's we'll wait, we'll wait. We went on a scuff the poll. Brutal, we'll man. The poll, yeah. Um, and so let's see. Let me actually open up schedule on this computer super quick. Yeah, so first up, uh, you know, the one thing that we always say before a season starts, right? Uh, and last week or last season, we didn't really get the announcement in time. And I think some people probably paid the price, but do not chat. Well, you're the oh. you're the challenger expert here, right? So it's is it Sunday okay. reset or is it Monday? No, Monday. Monday, Monday at four p.m. Central. It's um what was that two p.m. on the West Coast? Yeah, uh, five p.m. on the East Coast. It resets Challenge Rift. 
So Monday. So after this Monday, do not do your challenge rift for next Friday's thing. Yeah. Don't be me and screw it up like last season. I was making the video guide and accidentally oops and killed him. <laughs> yeah, don't do that to us again. Please. Yeah. My uh. my poor dog my poor dog game was not on point. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So But yeah. So save your challenge rift next week, team. If you're planning on playing the Diablo three season start, definitely do not do it. Um, but watch Peachout's guide on on how to do it if you're having difficulty. So, yep. Um, so one in a while. I'll, put, I'll get one up for this oh, challenge shit. rift though. Well, never mind. Fuck you. Up. Watch uh, Rax's challenge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Toxic. All right. Well, podcast is over. So. so next again. So we're gonna go into the subject because it's it hits really close to home for me as somebody that loves both games still. You know, dates line up. How do how do you feel about it? What are you intrigued to play? What are you? What's your plan? So, you know, I'm going to pick D3 over PoE personally, but I still think it sucks regardless because I know a lot of community members love PoE, and if there was any chance of me jumping in PoE and and you know getting in on the hype at least for the first weekend or something, like I'm not gonna, I can't do it now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, well, I don't want to go in a league late. I mean. I don't know why, but that mentality is still, you're like, I don't want to do it. Uh, you know, I've already missed the launch window. And it's kind of silly to feel that way. Like, you honestly shouldn't. Right. But, um, but yeah, man, I think it's horrible. I think it's horrible timing. Um, you know, I, I'm sure that it wasn't planned by anybody. I'm sure no, I'm sure neither of the companies likes it, you know? Yeah. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, you know, I, I know that both companies probably have a schedule they need to adhere to and, you know, this just happened to happen again. It, we had a good pacing there for a while where they were at least two weeks apart. And then it seemed like we were kind of maybe going to get the dream because Diablo kept delaying, right? We're, we're maybe going to get the, delete, the dream of like a month and a half of PoE and then a month and a half of Diablo. And they'd be like mm-hmm. perfectly off balance uh, and we could play both. But it seems like now they've lined again and so we're screwed. Yeah, I, I got to imagine... Like GGG obviously will move their dates. Like they moved their dates for Cyberpunk launch because they're like Cyberpunk's going to eat up the gaming world for a week or two or mm-hmm. three or whatever. Let's move our launch. Um, obviously, they don't feel the same about a Diablo season, but I got to imagine that on the Diablo side, Diablo has to launch within Windows on other games. Like they, you know, Blizzard's got this huge library, and they're they're not going to want to fight themselves. They're not going to want to pick off off their own games. So. Uh, I would imagine that, that the D3 launches are probably planned pretty far in advance and, and are less able to move, you know? Yeah. But I don't know, man. It just kind of sucks. It does it, suck. It, it's bad. So, but and then if Lost Ark drops the same weekend too, it's just like, damn, dude. I know, man, are that's you a serious lot. right now? That'd be like, insane. Imagine we get to that point, right? Where, you know, Lost Ark is out, out. And likes to say, I mean, Lost Ark does like big patches, like, you know, yeah. probably quarterly at least, if not uh, semi-annually. Um, but yeah, like imagine we get to that point. It's like a new PUE league, a new DL3 league, and then the new, uh, like whatever patch for Lost Ark. That would be, that'd be tough if it all came on the same day. And imagine, because we know that Diablo 4 is going to have that season. I mean, I don't know if we know 100% for sure, but probably it's going to have seasons. It's going to gotta have, it's got to have some kind of cadence. Yeah. It's got to have some kind of release cadence. You know what I mean? And it makes sense that like, so, you know, Path of Exile and Diablo 3, are, their cadence is, you know, like four seasons a year. Um, yeah. So I wonder if like 
the play is i don't know like should dial four have like four month seasons or like two month seasons or something like how can we break the cadence forever like because i would think I it's know. advantageous to like both companies to not infringe on each other's dates I think I think Poe can kind of do what they want right sure, now. Sure, of course, of, of course. You know, because they're they lead, they're the ARPG, right? But I think once D four comes out, I think that Blizzard will have the mindset of "Fu, we're the biggest, we're going to do what we do." Yeah, and GGG will probably be smarter and be like, "Well, we care about money, so we're going to time these up around the releases." You know, if Blizzard happens to announce one first, then they'll they'll switch it up, right? But I, I, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I, you got to imagine that three month seasons make sense. Like if you're not getting content in Diablo four every three months, then that sucks. Yeah. Six months is a long time to go without content, man. Yeah, dude, for it's sure. It's a long time. So for sure. they just did that in World of Warcraft. They did a six month stint or was it nine months, a nine month stint with no content. You tell me. It's horrible. It's, it's like. Even a game that's got so much to do, you're just like, well, this sucks. You know? So what is okay, so you're you're in that, that world, the MMO world. What is mm -hmm. this new like passion or like whatever? Just blow up around Final Fantasy Fourteen. Why 14. is everyone playing Final Fantasy Fourteen? Because Asmund played it. Mm. <laughs> you know? Well so to, so to be honest, uh Final Fantasy Fourteen's been a really good game for a long time from everybody that I've heard, known that's plays it. Like I, I know people that have played it. I know people who who have a lot of MMO experience that I value their opinions, and they've played it. And it's different from WoW. It's not WoW, you know. It's a different style MMO, but it's it's um it's very good from what I understand. And it started getting traction because people were like, "Yeah, dude, this is good. You should check it out." This last couple expansions have been have been right on point, and so people have been checking it out. It's been good. But then with the content drought of World of Warcraft, mm. and then you know, people actually hating the direction that WoW's going in. It's not even a content drought. It's like people went from like, oh, you can fix yeah, you can fix WoW. It's okay. You can fix it. This is what you need to do. So like their mindset changed to these devs have no idea what they're doing and they they ruined the game. It's done. You know, like, let's go find something else. Um, and that's kind of been the mentality. So, uh, and then, and then Asmin jumped on it, which with his reach, it, you know, it's, yeah. it's been, you know, he's, he's just got so much influence that people are, are checking it out. And, um, you know, it looks like it's a fabulous game. I'm scared to play it because I'm afraid I'll like it. Like the honest to God truth is I'm afraid I'll like it and I don't have time to fit another MMO into this, into my life. Yeah. You know, I remember I so. tried like they, cause they do like the, the trial thing. Uh -huh. I remember yep. trying it cause like someone I was friends with, like was trying it again, like six months ago or something like that. So I like yeah. got in and tried it for a bit. I was just like, man, like it was overwhelming in like the least exciting way possible. Like I don't mind jumping to PUE and I look at the skill tree. I'm like, oh my God, that's a lot. And there's like a whole mm -hmm. bunch of sh shit and activities to do, but I'm having fun. And Final Fantasy 14, I was just like walking around town, like talking to people and there's a bunch of cutscenes. Yeah, and, like, I think I think a lot that. of people complain that the questing portion from like beginner level to max level is boring and monotonous and I, and I think they do a um they it's a final fantasy game so they're, they're gonna focus on the storytelling part of it and more than that and so if that that doesn't appeal to a lot of people but uh room like what i've been told is that once you get to end game it's actually a fun grind and the dungeons and raids and, and shit are awesome and 
Mm. Uh, you just got to get over the hump of leveling. And some people like the leveling, some people don't. But regardless, once you get over that hump, it, it gets really, really good. I do really enjoy, I've always really enjoyed the idea of being able to like switch classes on the same character and like gear out, level out, like basically all of them if you really wanted to. And so you could just go yeah. like big dick on one character. And I'm just yeah. like a god tier, like, oh, I'll just switch. And oh, by the way, I'm like the best at everything. So yeah. Like, oh, you guys need heals? Got it. Yeah. You need tank? Got it. Oh, you need pump or DPS? Got it. Totally. You know? And imagine like being in like a, yeah. I don't even know how it works, but like a raid and like there's like a insane piece of healer gear that like nobody needs. It's like, well, yoink. Like, you know, like I can yeah. use that for my white mage or whatever the fuck they call it in that yeah. game. Yeah. I don't know a lot about it. I'm, I, like I said, man, I, someday I, I'm sure I'll jump into it. Um, but I just don't have time for WoW and that in my life. So I'm actively avoiding it because I'm afraid I'll like it and then I'll abandon WoW. You know? Yeah. It's wild to think about too because someone just said, you know, like, oh, Realm Reborn tough to get through. And it reminds me because like Final Fantasy fourteen when it came out was a fucking shit show. It was a total yeah. mess. And then they took it off, right? They took it down yep. and then they did like a Realm Reborn thing. Yep. And, then, and now look at it. It's like, you know, top Roman. two. It's, yeah. It's banging now. Yeah, which is crazy. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe, ten years from now, we'll all be playing Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! I knew there was some. There was some way to sneak Wilson in this. No, that's horrible, man. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It could. Yeah. It listen. It could happen. Yeah. It could. Be. Stranger things have happened. It could you know? be. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. So, uh, but I wanted to bring up because we're on the subject of you know D three season start. Uh, you know, Monk starts with the Ulianas. Ulianas? Uh, which does not get a rework. Uh, Demon Hunter starts with Natalia's, which Sag still has not gotten a rework. No. Uh, Crusader Seeker of the Lights um, is still nope. kind of the same, same. Wizard Veers, pretty mm, decent. That's a big negative. Ghost Rider. But it's still in an okay state. Barbarian, uh, Mortal King's Call, Omega Lol. Witch Doctor, Spirit of Arachir. Um, cool. what is that? What is that class? <laughs> I don't what and which, Necromancer Tragul's Avatar. So it's kind of like the season of um, of bad sets, starts. yeah, yeah. These are these are bad. Of if I had to pick one of the sets on that list that I think is the strongest, I would probably say the Veers, yeah. Um, Veers is the best, followed by Immortal Kings, I guess. Immortal Secret Kings, of is I don't know, Just I don't know man, yeah. They're all Stop. bad. They're all bad, though. They're all bad. Like, yeah. they're all bad. These are the bad sets. So. But you know, ethereals. So I, I mean, for necro, I can't speak to all the classes. Necro, this will be a season of LOD, one hundred percent. So it doesn't even matter what the starting set is. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I guess okay. So say you know next Friday, right? When's the part where we get to the prediction of what your game you're gonna play? <laughs> that should have been the poll. Like, what is Fluff gonna play? Are, are we safe? Well, that's that's a horrible poll. Everybody knows the answer. Are we are oh. we gonna are we gonna are we gonna talk about it now? Or are we saving it? I mean, we can talk about it now. Okay. Okay. Chat. Well, let's do a quick a scan of Twitch chat, right? So, Twitch chat. If you had to guess, what is Fluff gonna play next Friday? Okay. So, Peachal, you know you're you're playing D three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just saying, Peewee, Peewee, Terraria, Peewee, Terraria, Peewee, Terraria, Peewee, D three hundred. Okay. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm you 
trying to you trying to throw everybody off, have everybody <laughs> safe, UE, and then you're gonna pull the D three. Okay, so uh, 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 I think, and I'm okay. Hear me out, chat. Don't freak out. I think that the smartest play is to start D three because the last two seasons of PUE, the first day has been pretty bad to play. Pretty bad. Like last they, week, it was unfucking playable. They got that fixed, that database issue. They're on it. Okay, and then hear me out, Jack. We're, we're starting hardcore this time in D3. Hardcore. Okay. So okay. we go until we die. Okay, Easy. so what are we doing? So season drops at 7 p.m. Central. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. what are we doing mm -hmm. at 7.15? Then when we die, like, are we switching to POE <laughs> at 7.15? Listen, <laughs> you, you go in as long as you want, right? I'm going okay. until I die. If okay. one of us dies while leveling, you know, we'll just, like, try to get back in, and it's going to suck. But we got this. I'm going to get rank okay. one Necro. Go until we die. This is the right. Hmm. This is the play. This is the way. This is what we do, huh? This is what we do. And then when we die, we'll just play some PWEs. If we okay. die, <laughs> if, Necro Hardcore. If we die. What could go wrong? I mean, it's the tankiest class in the game. First of all, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, you know, that's gonna make me put a little bit of extra research into the class I play now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was I was debating what I wanted to what I wanted to rock, but man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we're going hardcore is it like crusader all the way you maybe know? maybe is it the is it crusader play or witch doctor with the i've leveled a witch doctor and hardcore a bunch of times unfortunately it's actually pretty easy um yeah all yeah right. that's the plan that's the plan right now we have to find two other hardcore players though two hardcores okay and that's uh Obviously on me because I have a huge community. Now I need you to find two other players. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play Diablo anymore either, man. Have you seen my channel? Uh, Dude, chat, we need two uh, hardcore players. Yeah, we need two, two hardcores. Uh, applications can be filled out and submitted. Um, I so, won't die on purpose. Quit even, don't even plant that seed. We're not going to die on purpose. Yeah, Poison Scythe I, is the play. It's very tanky, but... We have to get to the point where we can play Poison Scythe, and so there's gonna be a wild moon squishy. It'll be super squishy. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you, you just don't crank it up super high if right. you're actually trying to live. Yeah, you know, yeah. we don't we don't jump up to torment six when we get our weapons and mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe one of us will get ethereal and just hard carry. Yeah, that could be too. You know, I'm sure it won't be me. I I have the worst drop luck ever. Oh, Mugga Mama and Murda, do they play hardcore? Mm -hmm. There, there's a group. Get on it. There it is. Organize it. Organize it? All right, we'll see. We'll reach out to some people. Let's see what we got. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, that's, that's the current play, I think. We'll see. And I'm pissed if PoE launch goes like silky smooth as butter. Well, they've had two shitty ones. Yes. And I think this last one was like a really, uh, uh, we've lost a lot of fucking money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They lost, they, they had paid streamers. They had just server issues people freaking out so i think this one i would bet money this one goes smooth honestly yeah i mean i mean i but hope POE, for that we launches a couple hours earlier than d3 too. true i might like you know dabble and then switch we'll see yeah then stand me up i do like, have to uh, like leave work 
early to play P the POV league though, so maybe I don't want to do that. POP POV's launch is really smooth, so uh, <laughs> I'm gonna keep playing that. Uh, good luck, bud. Yeah, we'll go down to Brutus and the new hardcore, which we'll get into. Um, so let's talk about this POV stuff then. Let's get into the nah. to the juice. Yeah. So if you guys have been living on a rock, which I was for most of the day, uh, the Pads of Exiles announcement stream happened today on Twitch. And uh, it was pretty dope. So they're calling this one Path of Exile Expedition. Expedition. Yeah. And so I'm just going to kind of like play the video yeah, in the, the background trailer. as we're talking. So the new league mechanic is basically like, you know what I'm noticing? Like, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Because I keep expecting. like ritual again. Yeah, because Heist was quite different and it ended up sucking, but it was very like different as far as league mechanics go, it seemed like. Um, and this one's like, so there's like these skulls on the ground and then you get like sticks of, you know, skull dynamite, so, I guess. Yeah, so Paul, or, let's talk about first. So I only watched the short trailer. So I'm assuming as you're running around, you're going to see these sticks in the ground in the maps. Yeah, it's right? the, the league mechanic, yeah. Yeah. And then you're going to see that. And I don't think it takes you anywhere else. I assume no. you just like blow up the dynamite right. and then it's going to start the thing. So it's like ritual. Like you're running around up. Oh, there's the ritual. You click it and it starts. Well, the it's thing. like mostly mechanics. It's in the map yeah. and it's something you do right click there. It, and then you start the thing. It doesn't take you yeah. anywhere. It's just like even oh, like blight doesn't take you anywhere until you get a blighted map. Yeah. And this is kind of the same thing. Yeah. Uh, so you get like six of dynamite and then these like little glowy things on the ground here are like indicators of what's going to happen if you decide to place a piece of dynamite in that area. So there's like the skulls or like monsters, the little mm -hmm. things with the, like the treasure chest means like a treasure chest is going to spawn there if you blow up that area. And then it gets in more complicated later on with there's like certain modifiers uh, where if you like lay a piece of dynamite here, that means like monsters will get impaled and blah, blah, blah. And so anything, everything that blows up, every monster that's unlocked after this is blown up will have that these new modifiers and so they get you know progressively more difficult and uh you know more rewarding as Pats of Exile tends to say which right. you know at this point is like whatever dude <laughs> honestly anyways but um so yeah and so it's you know supposed to progressively get harder as you get these modifiers and then you know more rewards blah 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 right and so that's kind of how it works in a nutshell and then as you do it um, and for finishing it, you get like currency shards, which is more clicky, which is great. Um, right. And these currency shards uh, are used at these special vendors, of which there are, I think, four new vendors. Four, yeah. Yep. Uh, so we've got Quinn here. Uh, that's his specialty, I guess, is what is what is his? Oh yeah. So you barter with him. So if he he shows you stuff, and you're like, ooh, I really want that necklace. Oh, but he wants like 500 shards for it. And I only have 300. Let's see if I can get him down to like 200, 250. And you can piss him off. And he's like, no, fuck you. The item's gone. Or he'll be like, ah, you know, I see that offer. But what, what, what about 300, right? Like whatever. Yeah. And so you can barter with him and like gamble and potentially lose, you know, what it is that's in his little uh, inventory space. So is it, is it ironic that they make Quinn a little short, small guy <laughs> with legs? Just saying. <laughs> I mean, honestly, there is some similarities. There is some, there is some resemblance, don't you think? Because yeah, like when he did, you know those the, the video of him circulating, like when he like tried to like blog the first time, and it's like the yeah. cringiest video you'll ever see ever on the internet. It kind of looks like that face. Not gonna yeah. lie, uh, but yeah. So I'm, I mean, because you know, 
for me, what the reason this last league didn't has you know harvest removal and harvest nerf and the deterministic aspect of PUE kind of like disappeared. So I'm hoping that these vendors maybe reintroduces some, you know, I don't know, like better way of achieving items than just like running maps and crossing your fingers. You know, I don't know. We'll have to see. Um, but yeah, so that's vendor one, and then the second guy is S fan, and he is uh, offering. Uh, what is he? Oh yeah, like you buy an item from him, a base type, and then you can like take it for the price, or you can have him upgrade it. And it's basically like adding another suffix or prefix. And I don't know why you'd want to do it through him versus crafting it yourself, or if it's better to do it through him. Or I don't, I don't understand this. Yeah, exactly, because like this is basically crafting in Pee already. I guess it's just like saving you uh, exalted orb. I mean. Yeah, or it's t- I don't super know. targeted. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's an easier way to target. I don't know. And I don't know if this is like smart or if it's like it's just total RNG. I don't really understand the system in depth, but it's it's interesting. I because I do think PvE crafting is fantastic, and I you know I love slamming stuff, and so this is just like easier way of slamming things. Great, but you can't like put items into his inventory, so there is that. So he still has to have like good base items that you would want to slam with his own slam system. I don't know. We'll have to see how that plays out. So that's vendor two. What are you thinking about this so far? Let me, like before I keep rambling on. I these two. Uh, yeah. So the league mechanic looks okay ish. Um, you know, to uh, to somebody who has limited Poe experience, um, it looks it looks okay. I, I I'm kind of indifferent. It doesn't look bad. It doesn't look like oh my god, I really want to play this. Right. You know what I mean, from what I've seen so far. Okay, and now, so vendor three, this is going to look very familiar, and there's a lot of things, and I want to bring this up real quick, there's going to be a lot of things that you're going to be like, that looks familiar, that looks familiar, with this mm-hmm. league in particular. I think they're doing a definite throwback to Diablo 2 uh, for this league, and you'll see why in some of these clips. But So this is the third vendor, and you basically, you purchase the base type, and it gives you like a random that base type so it's essentially kadala right right so this is gamble yeah it's a blood charts it's a little blood chart yeah. or yeah. whatever that guy's name is in d2 it's been way too long um but yeah and so this is that vendor which you know i i'm all for in pue it sounds cool in theory but at the same time like i don't know it's just like more random chances to get a base type of something that actually rolls well which is like not that exciting in Path of Exile because you just get so much bad shit. So I don't know if this is smart loot, but on the surface, like, oh, well, you can't fail with like gambling. But then when I think about it, it's like, well, like you're probably going to gamble all league and never see anything worth your while. Right. And that. Yeah, it depends. Blows. It depends on the, the. It depends on how good the stuff is you get, if it's worth it. Right. Know? And then it depends on. It depends on how well, how good the stuff is for somebody who's not experienced in PUE and as how good it is too, because there's going to be people that understand how to abuse the system and craft an item they get into something they want versus somebody like me that's going to be like, oh, I got this thing. I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? Like, what can I do with this? Yeah. You're, you're just trying to follow somebody's guide on, on doing it. So, yeah. Um, it's I don't know something. what 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 type this appeals to. Is this gonna is this gonna appeal to the noobs or is this gonna appeal to your super advanced, you know, 
armors. Right. And so on the surface, again, you know, it's it's more like click kill, which you guys know I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, it's not crazy innovative. And, and for the third league in a row, we're kind of presented with like inventory screens where we can see stuff, you know, and then to choose to like select it or to take it or to buy it or whatever. It's kind of like ritual, but I don't know. It, it's like, well, eh. I'm not crazy excited about the league mechanic, but the more interesting thing that they've done uh, with this league. Oh, and so also this is the last guy and he will offer like the map. So it's very much like blight in the sense that like, okay, so you're going to see it in maps and you're going to do like a mini version of it. But then when you, and then sometimes you'll get a expedition and the expedition yeah. will be able to take you to these like unique and maps. That, I thought that was cool. Okay. I, I like that portion of it, honestly. And so the expeditions are kind of interesting in the sense that like you can blow up, you, there's obviously the skulls and the treasure chests and the normal stuff mm -hmm. you'd see in maps. But on top of that, you're going to be able to like blow up parts of the environment. So you can see here, he's going to plant yeah. this dynamite and it's going to like blow up the trees. And you see later in the video, he like blows up a wall and then like unlocks areas that will happen along this expedition that you're doing, which is, you know, it's interesting, I guess. It's and cool. I assume yeah. that there's new bosses and which we get kind of a, and the new bosses yeah. look phenomenal. They do look really cool. I like that too. And I, I wonder if they blow up areas to get to the bosses or like how you fight them, but they do look dope. They look they're pretty sick. Right. So, um, and then on top of this stuff, we're getting, so technically, you know, if you're into lore, <laughs> um, we're getting new has a story base types. Cause these guys tried to settle into, uh, you know, the world of path of exile and they were like all murdered off. And so they like said, fuck this. And they sailed away and now they're coming back. And so like their armor and stuff like that is, is otherworldly. So we're getting like brand new base types that don't have anything to do with like evasion armor and like energy shield like we're used to in path of exile we're getting like entirely new stuff and so one of the things that we talked about in this video is ward which you know i'm sure as an mmo player you're kind of familiar with what a ward is right yeah. it's like a a block damage or not even like a, a block's not a good word it's like a damage absorption yeah um and the way it works and originally i'm like oh that's sweet right it's like kind of like yes um but like a ward um, but basically how it works is like, so say you have a ward for like a hundred damage and, uh, you get hit and then the hits like five damage and then the ward gets depleted basically. And then it goes on like a cooldown. So on the surface, it doesn't sound great, but there are builds, you know, like some of the builds I like to play, they have like a ton of dodge, a ton of evasion. So the frequency at which you actually get hit is pretty low. And so that could be good or something like that. Um, yeah, that's we'll kind of weird. Unless unless they have some ward gems that you can use to cast wards on yourself or something. I don't know if they introduced anything like that. They've got uh, some like ward stats to say like increased generation of ward or like the lowered the cooldown of the, cool the ward yeah. stuff like that. So we'll just see how that plays out. We don't know. We don't know what the other you know base types look like and stuff like that. But I don't know. It'd be maybe interesting or a big flop that they'll have to balance later on. We'll have to see. You know, they get a sneak peek at a couple of new uniques. Um, you know, right here we see a faster regeneration of ward or restoration of ward or 26% mm -hmm. increased ward. So, um, it's interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm down with that stuff. And now, you know, Path of Exile tweeted out like, gosh, uh, last week they're like, we're really shaking up the meta game. Uh, and what that means, if you guys aren't familiar with kind of gaming terms is like, so like, you know, in Diablo 3, like the meta is like running rats and, 
you know, whatever the four-man meta was for last season. Like, it's, it's very set in stone. It's the best. Like, you wouldn't, you'd be stupid to run something else because those things are so good, right? Right. And so that's what they, like, everything, you know, going into basically every league of Path of Exile, at least you have for, like, the last year, like, oh, it's going to be good. ED Contagion, that's a sure thing. You know, some slam skill is probably a sure thing. Um, and they do, like, minor nerfs because they don't want to, like, you know, nerf stuff into the ground. But what ends up happening is just like everyone just continues to play like the same builds ever and over and over and over. And I, I don't think we saw a break away from that until like Harvest went core and was good, right? And then people were playing like meme builds because it was so like easy to gear up and stuff like that because deterministic stuff. But I digress. Um, so yeah, and so we're getting like totem slam skills. So this usually like this molten strike is like a slam skill and gets buffed up by you you know, doing like the war cries and now like the totems can cast because totems couldn't cast the slam skills before but now they can't yeah, yeah now he's now his totems kicking ass right and so like there's this insane stuff going on the screen he uh, wasn't even doing it it was his totem right that was kind of that was nutty um oh, that'd be fun to play though i don't know man yeah i don't know i mean if, you, if you're in the totems yeah sure yeah, yeah um so yeah that's that skill so like the way they've done it is they've there's 19 ascendancies right and so then there's also 19 new skills so like all these skills are des designed around the theme of like every ascendancy right so with this one's berserker it gets the rage vortex with berserker usually you're sitting at like a high rage pool because you're good at generating rage uh and so you basically expend rage to s shoot out this like circle it's like bow blade yeah. vortex basically um it's not bad looking. yeah it looks good uh, i and i think that that would be interesting i'd like you know things you can like supplement maybe like if you could somehow do this plus cast something else, I think that'd be really cool. Right. Um, we'll have to see. And, you know, poison. It hits for physical. Maybe. Question mark. <laughs> um, and then there's this. This one kind of like, it's called Bone Shatter. And it's meant to like take away your own defense as you continually hit. And it gets more powerful based on like how much of your own defense is taking away. So it's meant to like go along with like the Juggernaut, which has like really high kind of innate yeah. defenses. Yeah. Um, but even in this video, it just it seems like it's like really slow and not hitting. Yeah, that looks hard. not that looks not impressive, right? You know, <laughs> but you know, who knows? It's just a demo video, so uh, maybe it'll be really cool. Um, Defiance banner is a new banner, so banners are something that you carry around and it gives you like a buff. Um, and this one actually seems pretty strong. I think it increases your armor and evasion, uh, so just like straight defensive juice. And then if you place it, it like decreases the crit of everything nearby and gets juiced up or something like that. So. Sounds, you know, like a pretty defensive option. This one looks really great. This is the Gladiator. And he shoots out this, like, like a shield charge. He's shield charging, but then he, like, shoots out this three-way beam. I don't know if yeah, you can I see, see that. that. Yeah, um, it looks pretty interesting. Yeah, it looks it good. Looks, it looks quicker for a melee. You yeah, know? it kind of reminds me of, like, Shield Bash from D3. Mm -hmm. A yep. little bit. Um, yeah. Because there's one in that, like, makes it three, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they have behead support gem uh based on the slayer class which is basically like a mini headhunter so when you kill an elite uh you get their buff um but it's not as good as headhunter because headhunter will like keep going like the last or twice seconds and then like the effect stacks but this was as soon as you kill like another elite you lose the previous elite's buff so it's kind of like a mini headhunter for people that want to experience that not as good obviously but interesting cool. this and, is and cool what was that on? Was that a gem you said? Yeah, it's a support gem. So it's like something yeah, you tie that, to. That'll be interesting. Everybody can kind of get that yeah. thrown in. That's kind of dope. Yeah. Uh, so this one's called Storm Rain. It's from the Raider. Uh, so he shoots down 
like an arrow from the sky and then like it plants itself in the ground and then the arrows that are on the ground like chain lightning to each other which is very much like you know fisher rune on what is that yeah. what is that skill for the crusader with always forget uh fisher it was fisher of heaven's the rune, wrath what's Heavenly the wrath? skill rain it no was, i don't know yeah fisher was the rune and the skill was heavenly wrath wasn't it mm, i don't think so no what was it oh my god i can't believe i can't remember it's just fisher yeah and it's always called it fisher but yeah so that's basically that and which is cool because i think that that's a very cool fist of heavens thank you chat jesus uh but yeah so it's kind of like fist of heavens crusader uh you just shoot it down and they you know chain lightning to each other which is cool they've also added this a marauder dh yeah (laughs) so they've added this well this is already in the game so balistas um but now they've made it so you can add like a support gem that will have the balista shoot your target Mm. which is cool i think that's really cool actually and it makes them shoot faster as well so it seems like pretty strong um you like really be able to kind of set up shop and go to town on something. So yep. I do like that. Anytime you have more control, I'm, I'm down for it. This one's really interesting too. So this is the Pathfinder, which is like a potion flask based class. And uh, they, they throw potions out and they like explode, but you cannot wear weapons. So you're just like throwing out pots like a crazy alchemist or something like that. That's weird. And then the skill itself gets juiced based on the, current flasks you have on so i think this is actually gonna be like really big brain to like min max mm. uh like you could probably spend like a whole league trying to figure he's out like, throwing like a, a nice little a nice little arc of potions yeah. right there it's right he's, he's kind of wrecking yeah he's so. definitely tearing shit up so. so if you get some really good flask you know maybe this is something you want to check out or whatever i know yeah. it's gonna be kind of interesting i do think that that's a, a pretty unique one but it could end up being like kind of like gimmicky or but who knows um Next up, we have Ambush. Oh, dude, I'm excited about this one. So Ambush is like a new movement skill. And you port like to the enemy. You hit them, which blinds them. And you get elusive, which is like all the things I love as an evasion-based character. And then you can like, you know, port in, port out. I, I love more mobility skills. Mobility is like my jam. And isometric RPGs. So I, another mobility skill to choose from, I'm all in. I think that's great. Yep. Uh, and this is the... Trickster? Purple juice from the trailer. Yeah, and so this is one is is just like condemn. It's literally it's exploding, condemned. Exploding. Exploding. Explosive blast. blast yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's like you trigger it and then like some Charges. seconds later it blows up. Basically. That looks horrible on that iteration. I hope they have a juicier one later. There like a go. different color. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, like just faster charge or more explosions or chaining. Yeah. If you could chain those explosions indefinitely, that would be sick. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, then it's explosive blast. Right. I love explosive blast. Yeah, there's going to be all sorts of ways to do it. And then there's like a new trap, which is like based on like your weapons. So there's like some kind of big brain aspect to it is like, you know, they do different stuff based on the weapon types and they hit, you know, as fast as the weapon does and blah, blah, blah. Right. So there's min-maxing happening around the traps themselves and your current weapon setup, which is whatever. I don't really play traps. That looks really... like it's wrecking, but that looks not fun to play. Right. So, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've always seen traps. Good, but I'm just yeah. like, that's not fun. Traps and mines always seem to wreck, but I just have zero interest. In I, I, yeah, me too. I have no no desire to ever play a trap build in my life. Now this looks dope. So the necromancer gets a whole new pet called the Reaper, and this thing just yeah. like 
slays yeah, and he shoot looks, out a big red beam yeah and slays and looks dope and he's like fading and he's like hitting fast and he's swiping red and he like yeah, course like, the location yeah because you yeah. you control him and stuff and so his thing is like you know he's meant to be like the only pet that you have and so if you have like other pets he'll decrease how strong they are and he'll even like on occasion like that big scythe ability looks dope can you right? just be the reaper can we just like put our <laughs> necro away and just be the reaper right? that would be sick man. yeah it does look really good um that really, animation really good. right there that they just showed that double swipe looked fucking nasty that yeah. was awesome yeah i like that dude. so he'll eat your other pets you you know it's kind of they meme here that like it'll eat your guardian which would be terrible because you have to like put your item it's like an iron golem from d2 so that would mm. be really bad if it ate that but yeah he eats the other uh minions so um kind of meant to be like the only guy out and juice him up like crazy so i think he looks fucking amazing and uh yeah yeah, I agree. That would that would be something that I would probably play just for because he looks so cool. Yeah. I would just be like, I'm playing this. I don't even care. Yeah. And so the occultist gets this forbidden right skill, which consumes your own HP and does like chaos explosion damage. Looks cool. So you have to like figure out a way to not kill yourself like they just did in that video. But, you know, once obviously you can get popping, it looks like it slays pretty well. It kind of looks, looks like kinetic yeah, blast. So. Yeah, it's like it's like heat seeking missiles yeah. that are purple looks looks cool now this i'm still i'm still stoked on the reaper like i keep going back i want to be the reaper <laughs> yeah dude like can they just make that a class dude i would so play that like 24 right. 7 that's all i would i'm like all right i'm a reaper man it looks so dope okay now i'm gonna play this skill for you and then you tell me what skill it is okay, okay. coming soon here we go okay what is this uh it's that's uh that's the the demon hunter um demon hunter thing or, or, chakra yeah, the, the, no it's frozen orb yeah. frozen orb it's literally frozen yeah, orb. yeah 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 frozen orb too well frozen <laughs> orb, yeah that too yeah frozen orb kind of pops at the end but yeah it's like a it's like a mix with fan of knives and and frozen orb stacked up if you don't shoot out fan of knives no but it's throwing them out it's throwing the knives out from the from the thing but yeah so this but is yeah, one of the I'm skills i was talking it's about it's, it's it's frozen orb Clearly yeah. Frozen Arb, we saw Condemn, Frozen Arb, you know, Explosive Blast. We're seeing a lot of things that look very, which is fine. Like, I'm all for it. I don't want to, like, I'm not throwing shade at Wee here for, like, jacking skills or anything like that. I don't care. This one's really cool. Yeah, that looked dope. You so like, this one's called Battle Mage's Cry. It's a war cry that enchants your melee attacks with, like, a spell after they're cast. So he'll cast the skill and then it makes the spell go it off. It is raining forever. Right? So he's got like consecrated ground that he's casting as his melee attack, but is triggering the firestorm The, the meteors that come from the sky, the way they animated those over the camera, looks sick. Yeah. Like that makes them look like they're flying in. That looks really, really good. The artwork, artwork on that is really good. Yeah, impressive. Uh, but yeah, yeah. The, it's a battle mage, so... It's the Inquisitor guy. He he's got all the spell and attack buffs. So I that, think there'll be interesting combos you can make. That looks that. fun. Yeah, that's a good yeah. fun build. And then uh, we have the uh, I forget this guy's name. The mana bond skills. So this one's actually really interesting in how it works. So basically, if you have a full mana pool, it'll make like this big AOE rune on the ground uh, that does a lot of damage. And he's gonna do it in just a second. Any second now, please. Okay. And so what he's mapping here, he's got this huge AOE because he's got like a full mana pool. Because I'm sure he's got like some mana on kill and stuff like that. But then when you want it to be like smaller and more like single target focused, you want to keep your mana pool low. 
So it'd be so interesting. Is the damage increase based on like yeah the, the, the current the mana that was spent area? Yeah. So so it does more damage when you have less mana. Yeah, but less or, but less area. But less area, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's interesting. I like big brain stuff huh. like that. Yeah, uh, cool. And then we have a new kind of like Sentinel skill, um, which works kind of like the old Sentinel build. I, I don't really understand how this one's different, other than like they looks like they're casting instead of like melee striking stuff. Um, but it's cool. It looks good. And uh, lots of purple, more yeah. pets, you know, boggers. And then uh, finally, we have the basically. What do you see when you, you see the skill? Uh, the hammer. Yeah, hammered in. Hammer, hammer Seder, Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're getting the hammered yeah. in, and we're getting hammered in. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like fuck. Is it a hammer? What is it? I, I can't see. I think it it's whatever the weapon is technically. Is it okay? So I think that there, she's wearing. So you could a, literally make it a hammered in if yeah, you wanted to. Yeah, literally. Yeah, so and it's interesting here because like you know the one the pitfalls of like you know hammers yeah. is that it, walls. Like, it won't yeah walls and so these will like actually bounce off the walls and maybe like work in your favor we'll see but it looks like it hits like, like the walls fast. were absorbing them but yeah yeah that's cool there was some new there was some new builds that they showcased that looked pretty interesting yeah there you know that reaper is dope that's Dude. that's i that hands down the coolest thing i think i've ever seen in pov <laughs> that's so. cool looking yeah I want to be it though. So it's like until they say like, yo, Reaper class unveiled. I'm like, okay. And then Chris goes into, this one is really interesting. I wish I could just like play this out while, maybe we just play that one clip if I can remember. Okay. So first he goes into how power creeps kind of, kind of gotten out of control. And now mm -hmm. I don't know like how accurate this chart is. Cause it seems like to me, like power is kind of at an all time high last league. But then yeah. they say somehow it like got even more power creep this league, which I don't I don't know that that's true, but whatever. Um, so yeah, um, power creep is obviously out of control, and he kind of goes into like uh, if you can find the clip. Yeah, I think he says, "Well, let's play it out loud for a bit. I'll to, I'll explain it to you after it's played because I know you can't hear it." We do occasionally add new endgame challenges that are appropriate for the current power level of top characters. The rest of the game just becomes relatively easier and easier. Some games handle this by just endlessly and exponentially scaling monster life and damage to counteract player power growth. So he basically says some games, quote, some games interact or solve like the power creep by just exponentially increasing like monster health and like damage yeah. numbers. And, and then it leads them to, he says, like a cheap, I think I'll play it. Eventually the numbers get too large and you need to crunch them all down again. This is a really cheap approach. It makes the game. Yeah, so he says, eventually you get to the point where you have to, like, stat squish and crunch the numbers down. And he says, yeah. like, this is a really cheap approach to the problem. Okay. Like, okay. So what's his approach? Does he say his approach? <laughs> I mean, not in great detail. Um, what's your plan, Chris? Like, we get the power. Yeah, and I'm, I'm on board, man. I'm on board with, like, everything he's saying here. I'm curious how Path of Exile is going to do it. Because, you know, Path of, Path of Exile and Balance are, like, they, it's not peace and carrots. It's, like, the complete opposite. Like, there's no balance in this game. What are you talking about? So, I, I don't know. I, I think it's interesting that everything has to say. I agree with everything he has to say, but it'll be interesting how PUE, like, like, kind of executes on it. I don't know. But it sounds good. I'm on board. Yeah, um, like, I'm with, I'm with you. So, one of the things they're doing this particular league is they're, I mean, they're doing some big-time nerfs across the board. Uh, no, no game has ever, has ever found a system that gets rid of power creep. I've never played a single game that was, like, 
power creep. Oh, we got it tackled. It's easy. Right. Like no, no game ever. You know. So, you know, if there's a brain that can do it, it's the big brain of Chris Wilson. We'll see. Um, you know, P O E two soft reset. You know, <laughs> that is that his play. Uh, so he also goes into here, like you know how basically poe used to be more challenging than it is now because of this you know crazy power creep the campaign doesn't feel like you know immersive or like challenging in any way shape or form like you just kind of fly through it and get the maps as fast as you can but according to chris you know this is all going to change and so it's starting with act one which is this is the this is the take that i'm curious your stance on yeah so act one is going to become harder like a lot harder yeah. and uh you know you gotta pay i disagree <laughs> I disagree. So, so like, let me, I don't, I, you know, I, I went through the campaign and this last playthrough, I don't, I, I maybe died once or twice. I don't remember, honestly. And I was able to complete it, but I don't, I don't think, I don't think the lack of challenge was a problem. And I think for new players, especially, I think the game's super challenging for a new player because you don't even know what the hell's going on 90% of the time. Yeah. You got systems being thrown at you left and right that make no sense um yeah so yeah man for veteran players like absolutely you guys can right. can shit all over the campaign but for newer players like no way dude yeah i think that that's an interesting take and that's why i wanted kind of your feedback because like they're starting with act one so basically you know they did like some study a long time ago that's like you know 90 percent of players that try the game like don't make it through act one and now they're making yeah. it like a million times harder probably <laughs> and so it's yeah. like it seems I, kind of counterintuitive um, but I, I agree. Like, so he goes, what do I, what I agree with here is he goes into like how people really loved how Path of Exile 2's demo was like just really hard. And it was, you know, I was there, I was at Exile Con, I played it. It was definitely like very challenging. It was very methodical. Like, you know, fights took a while, like, cause like your gear wasn't very good and shit was punishing and right. Like, yeah. it's good. It's a good feeling, uh, to, to place up slower Path of Exile, but you know, it's, it's Path of Exile early the game, and so like it just moves slower compared to the late game. So there was that piece involved too. But it goes into like how everyone loved the demo because it was so hard and like challenging. And so like their goal here is to kind of deliver that experience like back into the the current campaign. Uh, so they're only changing Act One for now. Yeah, and then they said they're so, going to so quickly act one will be do hard, the and then you get through it, and then you're going to shit all over two, three. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then he goes on to say later too is that like those maps from Act One will be harder, like they'll be scaled in maps. So it's like, well, that's cool. And then like once they've eventually done all the acts, like all the maps will be balanced again. But basically, what you're probably going to do is like the other maps are just going to be easier. So you're just going to run those. Just going to run those. Versus like yeah. the rebalance, like really hard ones. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't, that doesn't make sense yeah. to me. I don't know. I th yeah, this I, might be just a taster. It could be just like a public beta of like, do people yeah. like that campaign's a little bit harder? I don't know. It depends. I, you know, I think PoE has, has never been afraid to cater to their hardcore audience. And and I, I give them credit for that. But um, I don't know, man. I, I, I like that little... Thing that they just put in there you know uh if you guys can't see the podcast they had uh they had like a guy with a hand and he, he put a popsicle stick on one two three four to, to hit all his flasks at the same time um i don't know if making act one harder is a good thing for the game for for bringing in new players and new money you know i think that's probably a bad thing but you know they're not designing the game they're 
Yeah, they're not signing for the noobs. I think that that you know further drives it home. I don't think there's any question yeah. that any like Path of Exile player had at this point of whether or not they're catering. Towards... It's like it's like they almost have a system to weed the noobs out. They're like, yeah. this game isn't for you. So yeah. like, we're just gonna go ahead and tell out. you to f off in Act One. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yo, Path of Exile guy gets out. He's like, yo, let's go. And he's like, this is hard as fuck. And then it's just like, fuck off. You yeah. know, like, yeah, okay, next. Now, this one has been a long time coming. So it's a, a flash system rework, um, you know, rework, as they say. So basically, I mean, I need to dive more here. I didn't see a lot of rework. Yeah, this, I agree. Like, and so like, what I saw, I was like, really, you're just you're just nerfing them. Yeah, I don't see. exactly. And so to like, me, it the rework? seem like they're just nerfing across the board. They're being significantly less powerful and adding these two new currency items. And this was kind of cool because the currency items will make it like there's one that makes it so I wish I could find like the little clip here. I could just read the subtext or something. Or maybe it says on the actual website. Hang on. I definitely don't have them memorized. Where's flasks? Flasks? These are new skills. Okay, yeah. So one of the things adding these new currencies that are just used on flasks. Um Basically, adds an enchantment to a utility flask will improve it, but prevent it from gaining charges during its effect. Replaces any existing enchantment. So that's an effect that will like make it more powerful, but it won't gain charges, which is like, you know, so you won't be able to really spam it. But when you but, use yeah. it, it'll be stronger, which I think is probably what they should have done across the board is to make them so that you only want to use them situationally and not right. just spam your fingers. But the way they've done it is like everything kind of stays the same. Like, I think the charges are going up. So, like, you will, as a whole, be able to cast the flask less frequently. And they are all getting kind of nerfed across the board. And I think they call that, you know, quote-unquote balance. But if you want, you could still piano flask, which is yeah. silly to me. And the other one that I think is more interesting is this other form of currency that basically uh, adds an enchantment to utility flask will cause it to be used when certain conditions are met. So, something like... If you get ignited and there's like burning on you, the potion will automatically trigger itself. And so it'll cure right. your burning and give you the effect of whatever the potion is. I think that that's yeah. a cool idea. I like that auto flask, but yeah. then but then you're just removing it. From, right. And you don't have it on you know, demand when you want it. Like, yeah, dude, just get flasks out of the game. Yeah. You know, I mean, I completely agree. I I think like if, if it's this flasks system, are the biggest zero, sore thumb. Yeah. yeah. In POE, flasks are the biggest sore thumb in the game to me. Yeah. So. I think that I'm down with consumables and like having a belt of consumables, you know, having a health potion just literally makes sense. Like the, there's no way around that. I, I'm yeah. totally fine with how the health flask currently works in Path of Exile. It's just all the other flasks. Um, and I think that that, like you said, yeah, I, I, they can't figure out a better system, like just delete it. But I do, I do think they should just be like situational things. You don't want to just be, spamming the keys all the time you're like oh i'm yeah, about to fight I, this guy i need to be more evasive so click right oh i got a bunch of mobs let's go ahead and just piano flask yeah. real quick make sure i'm make sure i'm good you know right i, I don't like it man I, maybe in this big the d3 in me that's just like potion flask cool maybe the wow in me mana flask cool uh that's that's probably it run speed flask maybe but now you're pushing it three flasks like okay yeah you know that's that's my limit so i definitely so. feel like this definitely didn't hit the mark for as long as as Path of Exile community has been, you know, sort of outcrying for a flash system rework. I think that this is on paper yeah. has completely missed the mark, but 
Yeah. We'll see how it plays yeah, out. We'll but see yeah, how it plays I, out. I agree with you. I read this and I was like, where's the change? They're right. Their flasks, you know, like this isn't a rework. This is just a, yeah. you're still going to flat. You're still going to piano flask and you may not even use the new gems at all. You may just piano flask anyways with shittier flasks. So, um, and so the last thing they kind of talk about is support gems are kind of getting a rework. So it sounded like it's mostly nerfs. It didn't sound like, oh, the stuff doesn't get utilized as much as others is getting buffed or anything like that. It sounds like just kind of across the board, the stuff that most players are using is just getting nerfed. So like in the example he gives is like controlled destruction. So controlled destruction like decreases your crit chance, but increases like your crit multiplier by a lot. Um, and so now it like multiplicatively decreases your crit. So you would def- oh no, it gives you like more spell damage. I don't remember. Anyways. <laughs> um, so yeah, it sounds like there's a, a bigger penalty for using some of these uh, that have trade-offs. Um, but uh, overall, they're just kind of getting nerfed across the board stuff that gets like overused. So I yeah. think they want to encourage players to use like the more utility support skill gems, but I would still think players are probably just going to use the ones that do damage. But we'll just have to see how this all plays out. I don't know. I'm, I'm very, you know, curious because they can talk a lot about balance. And again, like Path of Exile hasn't historically been great at balance. Um, so I'm very curious to see how this all plays out. But it sounds super interesting. Now, this part is... Uh, game changing. So they say trigger skill balance. So there's two mechanics, there's a couple mechanics that people use a lot. Cast when damage taken, right? So like something will cast based on how much damage you've taken and it like auto casts itself. Mm-hmm. And then cast on crit or cast while channeling and stuff like that. So if you linked those skills, like their mana cost wouldn't actually trigger. Uh, and so you could like make some insane setups like you know people always mean like the cock builds right because cast on crit <laughs> and so like cock builds are a huge thing in paths back zone so like those are i wouldn't say that they're dying but like you're gonna have to really rethink how you play those because now the triggered skills will actually trigger the mana costs for those required skills as well yep so you know a lot of builds just died immediately just from that post yep. alone uh, yep. so that'll be interesting to see there's probably a lot of unhappy people out there yeah (laughs) i haven't got to be on reddit nerfs never go over well do they no yeah like no one likes a nerf but uh you know sometimes they need to happen and uh you know again i'm i'm with chris wilson all the things he says uh you know the throwing the shade at at blizzard for you know stat squishing you know we'll have to see how they do it you know it's easy to like Mm -hmm. sit back and be like oh we've got the right solution and and (laughs) maybe it sucks but let's see if they let's see if it works this one i like a lot too so it's movement skill rebalance uh you know there's like skills that are just better movement skills are just better than everything else like you're probably just going to run flame dash like all the time anyways because the other stuff is just not as good compared to it and so they're kind of rehashing that i don't know if their intention is just to nerf smoke mine and smoke mine and flame dash and not touch the others but hopefully they'll like buff the others as well i don't know i don't know flame dash is what i have always used yeah so it's just the best yeah, I don't. I don't know what. What did they do to flame bash anything? I, did I don't they know. say? Mm-mm. Yeah, they didn't say. So we'll just see how that plays out. But you know, sounds interesting. Um, you know, one thing. So before we get into like the last tidbit, which really has nothing to do with the league, uh, what are your kind of thoughts overall on what you've seen so far? It's interesting. I, I think it's you know, it's it's a Poe expansion. I don't think this really in my opinion, falls into their big, super crazy mega expansion 
scenario that I think this was supposed to line up to be, wasn't it? Wasn't this a big, big boy? Yeah, I, think I don't know. So. But um, a lot of effort goes into it. I mean, like, think about these patch notes. If you, it, it's, it's all relative. If you play, you know, a game like Diablo where you get a, a, a seasonal theme, like you get all this change. This is huge, you know. Um, but in the context of Poe. I don't know. I felt like I felt like we've seen more interesting stuff, but at the same time, some of the skill gems look very interesting and cool and fun. And and the mechanic, it's hard to say. It's again, it's a click and kill, is what it looks like to me. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's okay. It's not. It, I, it's in the middle to me. It's not horrible looking, right. and it's not like, dude, I really want to play this. You know. Yeah. You know, I I kind of had some high hopes coming into this one because. You know, obviously one ultimatum was just like, to me, just not very fun. Um, a lot like Heist. I don't know what I think was worse, was ultimatum or Heist. I think Heist was probably a worse league, but ultimatum I was coming off such a high of ritual that it felt worse. Mm -hmm. um, but I was kind of hoping for like a, I don't know, maybe a spark of enlightenment with GGG to have like maybe a bit more deterministic ways of getting loot and like Harvest was providing for so many players and, you know, Harvest hit on so many levels for so many people and, you know, didn't hit for some, but um, yeah, I was a little disappointed that we didn't see anything like deterministically deter like return to Path of Exile. I know they hate that, but I think just the, the play of like everything's complete and total RNG all the time. So you absolutely must and have to play trade league or you're completely gimping yourself is just kind of sad to me. But yeah. Uh, so overall, yeah. I'm not, crazy impressed um i think the rng loot factor in poe is a small turnoff to me as well like if i if i have a build that i want to run and i know there are things that i can do to try to target the items i need i that i like that personally you know what i mean and sometimes it's just like yo play trade league like that was the solution to my to every league i've played it's like we'll just trade for it you know what yeah. i mean like okay True. just wait until i get the chaos orbs to afford to buy it or yeah. the exalts and then boom all right, I put it together. I, I got enough exalt, you know. So yeah, I get it. Um, um, and then like the lead mechanic again, we're we're seeing you know click and kill, and then on top of that, we're seeing like basically ritual ultimatum trade windows come back. I, I think it's interesting to see Kadala. We'll have to see how these other vendors play out. Um, but if it's if it's essentially just like more of the same, like just more chances at probably not getting good loot, I think it'll be very boring. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that, yeah, it, yeah. it just depends to if some of the skill builds, if some of these new gems can, can make builds yeah. that are fun to play. And I think too. that's huge. Yeah. Like I think 19 yeah. new skill gems, the yeah. meta is going to shift. No one's going to go into the next league being like, oh, you know, ED contagion. That's a sure thing. I'm going to start that and like pop off. Uh, make yeah, some of like, even if the builds aren't really that good, the Reaper looked fun. The Reaper yeah. looked fun. The the what was the melee that had the enchantment on it to, to cast the meteors? Yeah, that looked that, really that, cool. That was cool. Yeah, the the the, the lightning plus on the ground that mm -hmm. had like size and mana variance with damage that looked cool. Yeah, like all three of those builds to me were like, okay, this this is in itself enough to be like, well, maybe that'd be fun to play at totally. least for a, a couple of weeks or, or to get the build set up and see how it plays. Mm -hmm. So there are definitely some redeeming things about this league that that are like, oh, and the league. The bosses look really dope too from the league mechanic. Um, but yeah. how do you trigger them to fight? 
Like, do you have to get one of those expeditions and then blow up an area so. and, yeah. and find them? Or like, what's, you know, how often do you get to fight them? Is it going to be like once every month? Or is it like, you know, if you're not, you know, a, a crazy player, are you fight right. them once a month or can you fight them every day? Yeah. You know, good question. Yeah. So we'll find those, out. Are, those are the things that would make it more fun to me. But all in all, though, man, this level of content is still yeah. is still not something I would die for in every game that I love. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh. yeah it's like those of us that love path of exile like truly love path of exile i mean we are pretty spoiled i'm not gonna lie yeah so, yeah for sure insane. um like my the, favorite my favorite game like diablo 3 yeah like we don't get anything like this no like world of warcraft close. like it went nine months without content nine months without content yeah that's insane and that's an active game it's not like a like a put on the back burner game so like to, for ggg to pump out content every three months is still pretty nutty you it's, know so yeah like one of the Probably the best games for content, yeah. if not the best. Um, then the last little bit of information is, you know, something that me and P-Child meme about a lot, like something that should totally exist in Diablo 4 is a BR. Because uh, I yeah. do think in this space, it would work really well. Like you go out and you kill stuff, get loot, and then you kill our players, take their loot. Like it just seems really smart. Uh, and so basically, Path of Exile as a meme, they spent one day, one development day, on uh, developing their own BR on April Fools like two years ago, um, and people loved it. Uh, it was a meme, but the people like totally loved it. And after twenty four hours, they took it down and like never returned. Um, and so basically, they just announced that it has come back. So they they brought back the BR, um, and it works. You know, similar in that way. It's, it's been cleaned up a bit. Um, but yeah, so you like you you kill monsters, this, you get loot. This is fucking awesome to me personally. Like <laughs> yeah. I think this is really cool. So here's here's my thought process on this though. I'm not a good PoE player, so I I think as soon as I go in there, I'm just going to get pooped on by people that know what they're doing. You well, know right? What I mean? Isn't that like, the same as ABR though? Yeah, but yeah. but like I think the skill gap's higher because in Fortnite or Apex Legends or whatever, like if you have gun, if you have hand eye coordination. You can pick up a gun and shoot somebody, right? In PO in PoE, it's going to be like, oh, okay, I just got this item. Let's use this skill gem and mix it with. Oh, we're looking for this skill gem now, or I don't know exactly how it's going to work or the trees. Um, so I think this is a much higher knowledge cap in this. Yeah, but, but here here's the thing. Here's the thing that's, is why it's different and why I think it works in an ARPG formula probably better than it even does in like okay. a shooter formula. Because at the end of the day, like. So you and I say it's like Halo and yeah. we, we both get a weapon and you, you start with a battle rifle and I have like a, you know, an assault rifle. I can probably still going to win that fight because like I was really good at Halo versus you. It's not as good, right? Whereas in Path of Exile, like, you know, I can start out with like an AR that like, you know, shoots like nothing, you know, like it has like no bullets or like it just is so shit. But you could have like a souped up BR and you're, you're just going to win that encounter because like you're just mm -hmm. so like sk skill is definitely involved in this. Um, but ultimately, like there's a ton of RNG and you just like you can go around where you just like, man, I didn't get anything. I couldn't make a build. And then I ran into a guy that had like, you know, two uniques on and like the perfect gem setup or whatever. So there's still like an aspect to it of like it's RNG and that keeps it kind of fun, I think. Like you're not going to get pissed because you you know, lost to a guy that was like chaining ice nova versus or something like that like right this this looks fun like this is awesome in my opinion and yeah. honestly i hope that this game mode excels and i hope it does really 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 well 
because this is um this sets up AR or BRs for Diablo 4 and for Lost Ark and for all these other games, maybe potentially in the future, yeah. future ARPGs. Uh, I think ARPGs are, are meant for it. Like I, I still think in like Diablo is such a basic system. Like it's it's skill and it's gear are so basic that I think a Diablo's and BR and Diablo three would just work because you could go in and you're like, oh, there's only a handful of builds I can put together anyways. So let's see what we get. Right. You know. So, um, but Poe's got a lot more a lot more knowledge. I think that goes along with it. So we'll see how it plays out, man. It's it's definitely interesting that loot vomit in a BR is still a little concerning. <laughs> you know, like looking at the loot on the ground. That's like intense. I I don't know, man. It's it's something that they can refine, and they even said that they're going to make tweaks to it. Yeah, in the future if people like it. On. They said, so, yeah, they said they definitely. Yeah, so like this is fucking cool, man. This is this is the highlight of the thing for me, honestly. This okay. is the the coolest feature. I feel like. So yeah, so. they're doing this for this weekend. I'm probably gonna try it out for the first time after this. Um, and then they're not doing it next weekend because it's launch weekend. But then like every weekend after that, basically they're yeah. Gonna and they're making this. it a weekend thing, which gives you right. a reason to play on the weekends. Yep. I think that's cool. I, I like that. That's that's kind of like um like a, a um a trials thing from Destiny. Destiny used to do trials on the weekends, like their PvP game mode, and it was right. a huge huge success. So totally. I like that. Um, but yeah, they've also given like a little mini skill tree instead of like the full on mm -hmm. thing, uh, which I have yet to check out. But you know, that's good. <laughs> it's probably and I'm a, I'm assuming that this is like make a character and then queue up for BR and get dropped in the world. Like yeah. you don't have to level a character, you don't have to worry about getting gear or running labs or like it's just like go play. Right. I, I feel like that's how it's going to work. I yeah. assume that's how it's going to work, and that's that's interesting to me. I would probably jump in and play that just for shits you know even though i'm gonna suck at it i'll be like yo this is fun let's go mm -hmm. let's go do it yeah. yeah i'm gonna give it a shot after this. i wonder if you could jump in with buddies i wonder if they'll make it i think like, it's all any kind of, like, solo queue right and threes. yeah they yeah. might later on but right now i think it's solo. So yeah i'll have to give that cool. a shot after this and then uh you know just touch on like they get supporter packs the new supporter packs are out um they have two uh so there's this like it looks dope uh, I don't know, kind of Egyptian themed, I guess. Mm. Like a cat and uh, like the pharaoh head. Looks good, looks good. Okay, so there's this one. I want you to pick, right? Because there's like always two. So you like okay. this one or this one. This one's kind of like a Viking slash Valkyrie. Yeah, Thor-ish yeah. style. Um, I don't know, man. Go back up to the other okay, one. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I gotta go with the Valkyrie one, dude. Okay. What would you pick? pick that? I think I'd probably pick this one. Yeah, the Pharaoh. I like thing. the weapon on that a lot, but the Valkyrie one just has. Um, yeah, I like the weapon more. on the Valkyrie one. Like this, yeah. if you get the juicy one, you get like the Wrath that, of the Lich King blade. Yeah, that looks sick, dude. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> it is so Wrath of the Lich King, isn't it? it really is. It's yeah. like a lot of you know. Let's borrow this Blizzard. What, this what's league. the thing in the back? Like, so I see all the that's cosmetics portal, in my character, right? So that's a, so like that's, a your, portal. that's your town portal. I think nice. there's a, actually a video. Oh. Uh, yeah, so it opens up like a town oh, that's, portal. That's sick. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's cool. I, I do. I like that, man. Yeah. 60, bu 60 bucks, though? Yeah, man. I mean, this is how Pathfinder funds bucks, itself. 90 right? bucks. 90 bucks. 90 bucks for the, the juicy one. So that's like yeah. a new tier. Like, it's one of the things they announced is there's a new tier of supporter packs. 
there's usually just a $60 one and you choose between the two, but now there's like a $90 version. So you get like more points. I, I'm interested if people think that that value is on point. Like I would definitely buy some of those things, but $90, that's, that's like two full-fledged games almost. You know what I mean? Like that's a game and some, some other stuff, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a lot. It's a lot if, of jack. If Ultimatum, I, I bought a juicy pack, a supporter pack during Ritual because I was having literally the time of my life playing uh -huh. Ritual. Uh, Ultimatum, and I, going into Ultimatum, I bought one of the original supporter packs for like 60 bucks. Because again, this is how Pants of Exile funds itself. It's not yeah, subscription no, based. It. It's not, you buy, right? It. So it's like, I want to support the game that I love. Now, am I going to buy one of these? No, because I want to know if the league's going to be good first. So, like, you know, it. hopefully that keeps some of the devs on their toes. Like, we got to make good leagues because otherwise people aren't going to buy shit. I don't know. but I almost wonder if they price mentality. themselves out, though. Because, like, I've spent money on, on PoE. Like, I definitely yeah. have. I've given them more money than, than Diablo 3, right. and I've played Crazy. it way less. You know, because they have options to, to support them. But, like, I wouldn't, I don't, I don't think I would buy that $90 pack. But I would probably spend twenty. So I wonder if they put it at twenty, would they not sell four twenties versus one ninety? Or like, what or does that diminish the value? And then people are like, "I'm not going to buy that." I don't know. I don't know. It's really weird. Yeah. I wonder where they get these numbers from because it's like a whole marketing thing. That yeah, I'm interested. But they're cool. Like I, the cosmetics are are pretty dope. Um, I, I like I said, if Poe two is is the jam, I think they got. A nice scheme. I wish that Lost Ark would have followed this monetization scheme and been like no pay to win, right. just purely cosmetic. You know what I mean? If they would have followed PoE's um, monetization, I think that that game would be super successful. I concur. So, so that's kind of it on the PoE front. I don't have any like special, you know, things I overheard in some of the panels like I did last time. That's that's it. We yeah. did a deep dive cool. on the extended trailer. I think that's good. I think that's that's um it's a, a nice. Yeah. Overwork of PoE. That's a lot of PoE talk. Agreed. So, um, so you had Insider Leak? What is this? Yeah, this was interesting. Uh, one of our viewers linked this to me in, in our, our the new meta section in Discord. Okay. So I didn't actually see this on Reddit, but I saw, I, I read the leak. And apparently this is like a big rant from a Blizzard uh, employee who, who goes on, and I'm just going to summarize it. It's... Um, you know, maybe we throw it in the notes on the okay the, the thing if you want. But it basically goes in to just show how I mean, I'm a huge WoW player, and and it just goes to show how Shadowlands, this latest expansion, has kind of been not well received. Like worse than how, the one before it. Uh, yeah, BFA wasn't that good either, but Shadowlands I think is going down the same path of maybe mm. even being worse. Yeah, and and it's just because. It just seems like the direction is thrown off and they don't know where they're going. But but this article goes in to explain some of the behind the scenes thing. And we don't know if it's true or not. But he's talking about how there's a mentality of the game. We're just too big to fail. And I think they're starting to, you know, mm -hmm. see the numbers are reflecting that. No, you're not. You know what I mean? Like right. you, you've made a, a mess of all this stuff. And Final Fantasy 14 is on the up and up and get your shit together. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's an interesting read, though. If you're into uh, WoW at all, I think you'll be super into the article. Even if you're not into WoW and you want to hear just kind of behind the scenes on how Blizzard Activision and, and they look at stuff, it's worth the read. So, um, but it could all be fake too. Who knows? But yeah. it's, it's well written. So, and then 
another thing that I read was that Netflix is going to start offering a video game service. Like or they're doing something, streaming? they're dabbling in video games. Like so they specifically said, yeah, they specifically said they're not going to do a streaming service like start like Stadia, but I don't know, man. They hired hmm. um because well, they, they used to like execs. rent video games, like that's something yeah, they used to originally, do. Originally, they yeah. yeah, they started off with their DVDs and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um so they hired the former Electronic Arts and um uh, Zanga or whatever the executive Mike Verdu. I don't really know who he is, but he was a top dude at EA. And uh they brought him in to start doing some game stuff with them. And apparently they're developing uh you know they've they've made the Witcher, they got rights to the Witcher games, and I think maybe there's some talk of them partnering up and doing some Witcher stuff mm. or then and then producing video games for some of their own their own IPs, man. Netflix has a bunch of intellectual properties that they've they've made and some games so it's just cool i thought it was interesting news because netflix is huge af and yeah. um if they're gonna bust in the gaming scene like they they changed the way movies work man they changed the way hbo and cable and like all these providers offer movies and tv shows and like they could really do some damage to the gaming scene if they come in and they're like yeah we're gonna maybe how about we just part of your Netflix subscription? Now you get access to a library of games that we produce. Mm -hmm. What if they started putting out AAA titles? And they're just like, oh, it's just think about if your battle.net launcher, if you had a Blizzard subscription, and it'll say it was like five bucks a month or 15 bucks a month, and everything on your Bnet launcher was just playable. You didn't have to buy it. Right. You know? If you like I don't know. Blizzard games, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, your Blizzard, Blizzard game subscription. Right. You know? crazy uh what about some hates man you hate some stuff this week yeah uh so um i just kind of recently signed up for so like you know i do crossfit off and on and um the place i really like to work out it's like this little death camp thing that i used to do and that's how i met Lindsay originally um it's all it's like 35 40 minutes away and i, I would if it was okay. up to i would just do that like okay. three times a week because it's insane the best workout i've ever had still but you know, you know, CrossFit. Some some days it's like it's actually a really good workout. Like today was actually pretty good. Uh, but there's like so like yesterday or no Tuesday we had something called um, God, what are they called? Uh, snatches, dumbbell snatches. And I haven't done a lot of snatches in my life. I just realized, and so I felt very awkward. And it's kind of like one of the first things I've encountered when working out that has felt like awkward to me that I couldn't really yeah. do it properly. And that's like kind of a very foreign feeling to me because usually if it has anything to do with working out, like I'll just be good at it. Uh, and so I did that and, uh, you know, kind of felt sore. And then, you know, I, I'm in the class with some guys and like, I'm just behind because I'm like really struggling with my form on these, these dumbbell snatches. And so I come back today and today is like, it's like shoulder presses and push-ups and pull-ups. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking wreck this thing. Like I'm going to annihilate everyone. Yeah. And uh, this guy who has like destroyed me on Tuesday, he comes up and he's like, at some point during the workout, I was like, you know, 12 rounds in. And he's like, he comes up to me. He's like, oh man, what round are you in? I was like, I'm on 12. And he's like, oh, I must be on like 15 or something. Then I was like, you fucking rat. Get out of here. <laughs> That's so condescending. Just to assume that because like I sucked at something, right? Yeah. Oh, that's that really got under my skin. But I get it. People yeah. are competitive and stuff. But yeah, I, you know, 
I would assume the same thing. I'd be like, oh, fluff. I gotta be a couple of <laughs> Yeah. You know From working mean? out, you you just yeah. assume that you were, yeah. Hey, yeah. but speaking of which, how has the working out been going? I know that you recently have actually uh, yeah. started to work out. Sore, man. Like I'm starting to get over, you know, that that soreness, at least for me, I'm, I always get really sore when I hit the gym. Like it's like super crazy sore. So first couple first couple of weeks is really bad. So it's starting to go away where I'm like, you know, can can work out a little bit. Yeah. And do it, but. That's good though. Yeah, man. The, just, the just soreness. Kick, just kickstarting it. Just kickstarting it back in. I don't know how long I'm going to keep it up, but it's just like one of those, I cheated. I cheated on my diet for what you know. I guess when I came up to the lake with yeah. you, and then like the whole week after, and I just felt shitty. I felt mm. like not like mentally shitty, but just like from a physical standpoint, I was just like, uh. And then um, all the IRL interviews and and stuff like it's stressful to prep and study like i was studying to get certifications and studying for interviews and doing and i was just like in this weird mental state so i'm like man i'm gonna go to the gym and it helps man it, it made me feel instantly better just to go bust it out so um but yeah for my loves section so my my oldest son turned 15 okay and at 15 years old in the good old usa you can get your learner's permit and you can start driving a car as long as you got mom or dad right. in the car so um <laughs> So he's hype, man. He's super hype. Like you can't imagine how you yeah. know, ex exciting that is for anybody to start sure. driving, right? So his his you know his birthday is like boom. Let's go. Let's go up and get your learner's permit. So we we drive all the way there, and I got all the documents and stuff ready. And I you know we get in the car. And it's like fifteen minutes from the house. So we drive down to the place. We pull up and we're getting ready to get out. And I'm like, "Where's you got your stuff?" And he's like, "Oh man, I forgot my stuff." So he left all his <laughs> documentation at home. I'm like, it's cool, man. Let's just go. We'll go pick it up and come back. So, yeah, he's too hard. So we go pick it up. We drive all the way back and we're pulling in the parking lot. And as we're pulling in, you can see the driver's test lady, like get in the car for somebody that's getting ready to take the exam. And so you see them flipping the lights on and you see them like honk the horn and like turn the wipers on. And they're doing the whole like inspection thing to know where all the shit's at. And then we walk past the car as we're going towards the building and uh, all of a sudden, I don't know what it was. Like they started to back out and I just, something made me look, you know what I mean? I'm like, I turn around and I look and I see, like, as we were walking by, originally I looked in the car and I could see it was like an older lady. Like they weren't a 16 year old. They were probably mid thirties, early, late twenties, mid thirties. Um, but they looked like they were a little weird, you know, like you're, you're, you know, kind of, right. yeah. you know, that kind of person. And I'm like, okay. And then when they started to back out, I turned and looked, and man, they smashed, smashed a car in the parking lot, Damn. which happened to be where I was parked originally Damn. before my son forgot his paperwork. So I'm just like, oh my God, thank God you forgot your paperwork, dude, right. because it, it was like, you heard the crash. I turned around and I'm like, oh, they just failed. You know, and right. my son was like, oh, my God, did they just hit that car? I'm like, yeah. And then everybody kind of crowds around and right. looks and stuff. And I'm just like, Fuck. but what a what a funny chain of events, yeah. man. You know, so that's my it's not really a love. That's just the peach out story. Some good week. karma out there, so, man. Yeah, it, it was like, you know, right. something happened to like he forgot his papers to make me move my 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 car. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, let's jump into the Twitter questions really quick. If you guys want to submit questions to the podcast, you can tweet at the peach out at Lord underscore underscore fluffy, or you can join our discords, which is the best place 
Um, rank one Civ says, P child, what changes besides UI would make you play PoE longer? And Fluff, what do you want more of to keep you hooked next PoE season? Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, you first, so. Uh, besides the UI would make me play PoE longer. Um, I think a big deterrent for me, and this is, I, I can't be alone in this, but this is also a detriment to the game, I feel like, is understanding how I can get the loot that I want to get. Um, I think crafting in PoE is uber fucking complex from a noob looking out at, at the inside. Uh, if there were ways that I could kind of target pieces, even if they weren't the best pieces for that build, but like maybe like, oh yeah, that's a good piece for that build, but it's not the best piece for that build. If there were ways that I could, uh, it would be easier for a, a mid-tier player to understand, I think, or a beginner player to understand, that would probably keep me sucked in longer. Targetable things that I could chase while I learn the game. Yeah. Um... Yeah, you know, mine kind of plays off that a little bit. Um, you know, Ritual, I just had just the most unethical uptime imaginable. Like, I was never sleeping, and I was so addicted and just having the time of my life, and just loved it. And part of the reason, you know, for that was that in SSF, which is all I want to play in PUE because I hate trade, um, mm -hmm. I f did genuinely feel like if I just kept playing... I'm eventually going to get exactly what I need. And I think that completely died in Ultimatum because it went back to just being like Path of Exile is just complete RNG. Good luck. Have fun. Yeah. Uh, if you keep playing, the chances of you getting what you want or what you need are going to go up, obviously. Mm -hmm. But there's zero, uh, you know, guarantee or or chance that you're going to probably find what you're looking for in the long run. And uh, that was, uh, I don't know, it kind of ruined the, the some of the drive and desire for me to grind. Obviously, you know, health concerns did as well, but, you know, just those weeks that I did play, it was, um, yeah, it was yeah, definitely I, not as addicting at all. I think, so not understanding how crafting works in detail really holds new players back, but not having something targeted, like, I want to log in and be like, okay, you know what I really need? I need a badass shield that fits this build that I'm trying to do. Let me go look online. Okay, here's the best shield. And this is like some crazy crafting. Fuck, I don't know how to do that yet. Oh, wait, this is like a, a optional second best or third best or fourth best shield, but but it's still pretty damn good, right? Mm -hmm. I can get this by, by doing XYZ delving or by whatever, running, you know, red tier, whatever zone maps or yeah. something. Like, okay, cool. Then I'm going to go grind that shit until I get the shield that I need. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But to me, it doesn't seem like there's any of that in there. It's just like, oh, hopefully I get what I want because I don't know how to craft it. So, you know, and it's and it's like, you know, the get good is like, well, let's learn how to craft. But yeah. it's not that simple. You know what I mean? I agree. I it's, like, so. yeah, I think that a lot of Diablo players, especially going to it, like, well, I want to play Lacerate, you know, for example. And mm -hmm. what do people use with Lacerate? And so you like go inspect some builds and you're like, oh, this guy's wearing like a unique Soul Raker or something like that. And you're like, yeah. well, I can get that. I know what that is. It's unique, blah, blah, blah. You purchase it. I think the tough part, you know, for 99% of those players is like getting used to the fact that like, well, you're not having a set item in every slot. Like you're, right. you are. Right. Picking 
the stats you want. And I think a lot of all people caught was like, well, I, I can't get exactly the stats I want. So the item must be like really bad. And like that, that min max system of like, well, you know, the shield has like four of the things I really like on it. And those are really good stats, but like the two other things are completely worthless to me. And so they, you know, Diablo mentality is like, well, that's a shit item. But in Path of Exile, right. it's like, oh, that's actually quite good. Um, so yeah, it's just and, like, and I, like, I was able to comprehend. I, I agree with that statement a hundred percent because I went into playing POE like that. Like I want unique in every slot. And then you're like, no, you don't, you know, right. you need the stats. So once you get over that, but then you can start, but all the items I got with the exception of like two were fucking trade league bought items. Right. It's like, how did you get them? Oh, I bought them off trade league. Why? Because I didn't get any of the drops I wanted. And on top of that, like I'm fucking picking up so much loot and IDing loot. And mm. then as a new player, it's taking me even longer to analyze, is this good or is this bad? You know yeah. what I mean? And so I spent so much time in town looking at loot, looking at my trade, like looking at, at, at gear just to be like, uh, nah, this is crap, I think. But maybe I could sell this, you know, let's look up the value. And like, but the good part is, is you learn stats and you learn valuable items doing that. The downtime is, is like, I'm not really playing the game. I'm playing the gear and right. it's, it, that's not fun. I want to go kill monsters. I don't want to sit in my hideout and just look at stats all day. So, um, yeah, targetable loot. And then maybe, I don't, I don't know how you can, how you can fix the second problem though. It's just knowledge. It's just game knowledge. Yeah. You know, pl you got to play the game and, and learn and, yeah. and study and educate. It's interesting, too, because so. that scenario you just described, I know that's happened to a lot of people. Some of my IRL friends have told me, like, their Path of Exile experiences. The game early on is, like, super addicting. They get into it because they have some base knowledge of isometric RPGs. So they start playing, and they're killing stuff, and they get, like, white items. Like, well, I don't have anything in that slot, so I put it on. Like, I know to do that. And then eventually they get blue. And, like, well, I'm going to replace blues because, like, I need that. And yeah. they're like, oh, okay, well, then... Now I need like three link greens. Like I, yeah, that makes a ton of sense. And then I start seeing some yellows and like, oh, this must be really good. So I'm going to put those on. And then the game eventually gets to the point where they just start seeing like yellows everywhere and blues everywhere and like whites, like in there, because they don't know anything about like a loot filter, for example. Like yeah. they don't know anything, the first thing about that. And so like, they just start getting overwhelmed, as you say. Like they, they're just picking up everything and they're like, well, this is not good. I don't think this is better. I don't really know if this is better. And then that like, feeling of being overwhelmed and frustration just like accumulates and then they're like fuck this dude like this game isn't right yeah, for me. they gotta fix loot man and i hope that's a huge a huge thing for them in poe too like i don't know there's too much loot and then there's too much time sorting through loot and like and like loot filters shouldn't have to exist i guess do you think they should even be a thing so much loot should drop that you need to literally tell the game. Yeah, to, I gotta not even think show you loot. that there's like, that a, seems horrible. I gotta think that there's a better system out there. Like there has yeah. to be. I would think a better system out there than a loot filter. But it seems like the games that have the best loot do loot filters. Like yeah. Grim Dawn, Path of Exile. Uh, and see, I don't know. and see, like, like Lost Ark doesn't have loot vomit. It doesn't have that many upgrades in general. Like it's you go time between it like you do your you do your it's more of an mmo style loot I yeah feel like, though, itemization in, P in lost ark though sucks like honestly yeah it yeah. sucks uh it's not like the, the combat that carries that game i don't know man i don't know how you can fix that without like but i don't want to spend as much time looking through loot as i did in poe that was not fun to me and i spent a lot of time doing it so 
if if so the, i guess the, the question is what would i change that would probably be my answer now i would say give me a way to quickly identify good from good loot from bad loot you know so i don't have to spend as much time doing it i don't know how you do that though yeah so. i don't know i think that maybe i don't know <laughs> like playing the same like i know that would that suck like if you come back to poe yeah. like it's probably smart that you play like lacerate again or something like that so right because like, i would understand you understand it, yeah. and have some concept of like i don't know what that stat does but i know i don't need it right right so yeah that's tough yeah, yeah it's a weird thing McNublet says, if you could have any skill and rune at level one while leveling to 70, what would it be? Mm. Diablo 3 reference, right. if yeah. you didn't know. Um, but I don't know, dude. What's what's super OP? Because most, most of your OP comes from their legendaries. So yeah you'd have to find what would be the most op legendary that you could get what's the most op skill could... that doesn't require a legendary to be good basically like what has the highest skill multiplier so i mean i mean that girl's pretty fortunate we have corpse explosion i, I would say corpse explosion yeah. is probably the most broken hmm. um yeah i don't know man. Whirl whirlwind with the lightning rune that lets you energy back when you hit things but is that enough to sustain i still don't know if that's enough to sustain and it wouldn't you wouldn't do any damage without weapons yeah Maybe honestly I, I don't think i don't think there's any skill or rune that's super op it's really the legendary items that make the powers op i can't speak know? enough to the other classes but i think necro we're already in a good spot because corpse explosion yeah exploding bomb is insane. or corpse explosion yeah is yeah. definitely the thing yeah um dirtnap says this season of diablo 3 looks good but i'm still not sure if i'm gonna play that much do you guys agree why do you think that is i do agree i think that ethereals is interesting i think that uh honestly for me a bit is like the i don't i never play non-season but the fact that they will not roll over is like well i mean it's gonna be cool to get them and it's like a better seasonal theme than like circles on the ground at the same time, like, I'm not really crazy incentivized to get them as someone who doesn't really care about transmogs. Yeah. Um, so I care. I care about transmogs a little bit, but I don't think that they were cool enough to make me feel like I got to get them. So they were, they were like uh, yellow and, and blue item. It looks like uh, skins that they put a really cool glowy effect on. Mm -hmm. And like, they don't, they don't look bad. They picked, they picked really nice looking cosmetics but it wasn't like they were like yo that's super 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 crazy awesome like i'm gonna use this transmog forever on every weapon i ever get if i get it and then the fact that i have to farm all of them on every character class is um more work than i want to put in yeah um and it's like poor poor me <laughs> like you know like oh peach out has to play the game to get stuff like yeah like i don't know man um yeah i'm with you i i i agree i think the season does look fun i think the ethereals are an awesome start to something because they're gonna go away at the end of the season and play the season if you want to play this yeah. thing I like that was that. kind of where my suggestion of like hardcore came from because like i don't know just doing it again all the same stuff you know and nothing's really different for the necro is uh yeah, it's tough. It's tough to like have yeah. that motivation to want to play for longer than just like a week or yeah. two. 
Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, but I, I do think this will be a fun season. I think people are going to rock out. Like yeah. if this seasonal theme would have been, you know, 10 seasons ago, if this would have hit way early on, this would have been like absolute Huge. ridiculously right. popular and awesome. Um, Maester Mages says, you get one sauce to use on everything from now on, including desserts. What is it? Including desserts? <laughs> People already do. I have this question. to, or like, is it? No, 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 no. I think you just, you just, it's it. You get one condiment, I guess, or one. But one, do I have sauce. to use that on everything? No, we'll just say that's the only one you can use. Right. though. you can't. It's either dry or this one. Yeah, I mean, hot sauce, like little, like Frank's hot sauce or something. That's probably what I go with. They, they already answered this in the Discord. They already knew what I was going to pick. Ketchup. Ketchup. You're disgusting. Absolutely. Absolutely. You disgust me. You would take hot sauce over ketchup? I don't put ketchup on literally anything. Ketchup is vile. What are you talking about? It's so fucking disgusting. Ketchup on fries? On a hamburger? I don't like fries, hot first dog? of all. But no, a hamburger, just cheese, the meat. It's good enough. If you've nailed the seasoning on the burger, you're good. You don't need ketchup on it to like, just <laughs> cover up the flavors. And a brat? No, mustard. You don't put ketchup on like a brat? You crazy? Oh my God, dude. You could put ketchup on almost anything. Desserts, it'd be You disgusting. can, and you do, but it doesn't mean yeah. you should. You put ketchup on a steak, and you should definitely never put ketchup it, on a steak. Yeah, you should. It's good. <laughs> it's delicious. Dude, chicken. <laughs> doesn't kitchen, matter. Chicken and ketchup? Yeah. That's dude, fucking gross. Like grilled yes. chicken? Yeah, man. Oh, my God. A little ketchup on it? Mm. That's fucking gross. Yep. Um... Ryan K99 says, what's your least favorite thing to do in a video game? Bounties. Cutscenes. Bounties. Fucking oh, cutscenes. You need cutscenes. <laughs> what about cutscenes and yeah, unskippable cutscenes are the worst ever invented. Worst Did thing you ever. skip the cutscenes in Final Fantasy VII remake? Uh I don't remember. I think I skipped no the skippable ones. And like it, just watch the cutscenes. No, and you wonder why you didn't like the game. Yeah, it was shit. That's why I didn't oh like the game. Oh my god. Um, yeah. B bounties. Ooh, I don't know. Doors is a good answer too. Doors, yeah. I like doors. Yeah. Doors <laughs> suck, dude. Um Bacon Therapy with a clever name. Terrible name. Says, What's the most difficult video game you've ever played? Difficult. Pewee. <laughs> uh, I'm being serious. Wow. I'm being serious. Okay. Like, okay. Original NES Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The very first one. Mm. Not the arcade game, but the very first one. It's fucking impossible. And if you beat it, you're a liar and you use Game Genie. Uh, I would say that or legit, like, Poe is the most complex game I've ever played. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's probably true. Like, so I just this Tuesday, I I booted up Terraria because like every ARPG player I have ever known has played this game and loved it. Mm -hmm. It was like, it looks like shit. How am I going to get over this? I'm very superficial, but I tried it. Um, but I went in completely blind. I don't know a damn thing about the game. I've never watched it because I don't, I don't find it be interesting to watch. And uh, so completely blind, hardcore, you know, hardest setting. And it's pretty tough because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. But I don't know that yeah. I would consider that. Like if I'd done the same, like if I'd gone into Path of Exile not knowing anything and gone into hardcore, I would think that hard, Path of Exile would be like a million times harder. 
Yeah. So so what what was the game? Like was it fun? What'd you think? I mean, I I didn't die ever. Um, but I Would you recommend made, the game? I made 17 characters just for fun. Um and it uh yeah, it was it was tough. And I didn't I still don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing or going. So there's that. So like what do you I'm do? Like do you do you like the life. game? <laughs> No, so no, you don't. You it's don't like, like you're it. just harvesting, which I used to, I mean, I used to have a friend that like, if there was harvesting in a video game, that's all he wanted to do. Like he just do that. Like there's a, you know, there's a Minecraft like players grow, out there. Grow plants and like mine yeah. plants and mine trees yeah. and ore yep. and stuff. And like craft yeah. stuff with it. Yeah. Like that, that was really exciting. horrible. Right. And that's like yeah. the whole game is like, you just go and you. Yeah, harvest. that's cool. And you crash but some people like Minecraft too. Like, yeah, that's fine. Like I'm not shaming on them. Like you're weird, but that's cool if you like Minecraft. Mm-hmm. No, I I just I don't I don't get it. You know that's not my style of game. But there's a lot of people out there that love it, so that's cool. Right. Um. So what's the hardest game? What's your answer? I mean, I would think going the Pee Wee completely blind and stupid yeah. would be the hardest game. Uh, last question we got today comes from Hex. Hex says, have you ever cried watching a movie? Which one? I wish, man. Honestly, I, I don't know. A- absolutely, I have. That yeah. I can. Like, when I broke up with Lindsay, I had, like, a watering. And I was like, whoa. And I got, like, so I kind of got excited. Like, I kind of got excited, and then it was gone. <laughs> yeah so wait so did a tear come down or no no but like there was moisture like your vision got cloudy yeah i was like oh my okay. and it's like but there was that like immediate like am i actually gonna like is this gonna happen <laughs> like oh my god i haven't cried in like 30 40 years like this is amazing and then like it was gone because like this uh, something's wrong with you man yeah <laughs> guess, um yeah. so ladder 49 uh ladder 49 definitely me in the feels man i cried like a baby um if you don't know what it is like you'll have to watch it. i don't want to spoil it but go go look up ladder 49 and then um i don't know yeah man there's there's been a couple i could think of other, i'm embarrassed to admit some of them to be honest with you i feel like i, I want to seem like i'm a robot like when i watch a sad movie something sad happens like i have a feeling and i like feel bad or feel sad it happens. I just don't yeah. have the. I got. I got, I got like you know. I got. I got like watery eyes when I saw the Fast and Furious scene where they they tributed Paul Walker at the end and they like had him in the car like driving off and shit. And I'm just like, damn, dude. I think to me, I relate to like uh, like when that because I remember thinking when that scene happened. I remember thinking like he's got a daughter and shit and like you know. So to me, I think I take it contextually outside. Mm of the movie i was like dude could you imagine like your dad dying as you're you're like 13 14 years like that would suck you know mm-hmm. so i think i think about things different but sure but yeah there's there's a lot of movies where i've been like shit dude you know what i mean mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um that's it that's all the questions fluff is a robot he doesn't beep, cry beep, beep. and what uh, is my i'm share? a big softy so <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I almost cried when I broke up. Yeah. I was excited. Oh yeah. my God. But it was like a good, yeah. Cause it was like, oh, I'm sad. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm going to cry. And then like, I was not like, sad I don't anymore. Do with you anymore. <laughs> oh my God. Am I going to cry? Yes. And she's like, wait, what? So, yeah. That's it. That's all the questions we had. Uh, thanks for tuning in for episode 154. 
If you guys want to catch more of me, uh, you can catch me on twitch.tv forward slash the Peach Child streaming World of Warcraft like a madman. And um, we'll be going live for the Diablo 3 season launch. I guess we're playing hardcores this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Figure it out. So Do this we'll be on doing that. And you can catch Fluff at Lord underscore Fluffy or double those underscores on the Twitter. We'll see you guys next week. Is it Thursday next week? So it's going to be the day before the season week. Yeah. Okay. Thursdays. Okay. Forever. Not forever, not forever. Uh -uh. See you guys. Peace. Peace.